With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Dr. James Fetish is a successful practice owner, best-selling author, and speaker. Listen in as he shares his secrets to a successful business and a successful life. So now... Here's Dr. J. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. This episode is called Numbers Never Lie. Numbers Never Lie. So uh, why are we talking about that? So I'm working with a, a coaching client the last couple months, and he's actually done really well in his business, growing quite a bit since we worked together. But we've basically spent a few months here kind of getting the statistics out of the business. So one of the first things I do when I sign up a new coaching client is I ask for the last 90 days of statistics. So really, I want to see what the problems are going on in the clinic, whether they say you know, is the problem may not necessarily be true. Those numbers really never lie. So if I give me the practice statistics last 90 days, I can pretty much figure out everything I need to know about the clinic or the office, any kind of business, what's going on, um, you know, but based on the numbers. In fact, we used to have a product, which we're not offering anymore because I'm just too busy, but you could uh, buy buy a basically a uh, numbers console with me. You'd send me 90 days of practice statistics. I'd go through them all and give you a recommendation of what's going on without even talking to you first. So I could go through numbers, dive through numbers without even talking to you and, and kind of tell people what to do with their practice, what was going on, what their main problem is. And a lot of times the real problem in a practice or business isn't what the owner thinks it is. So you might think you have a new client problem, but really it's a retention. You're not keeping clients long enough. Uh, or all kinds of different stuff, but the numbers really never lie. So we're going to talk about this in a couple different contexts today. Um, so you know, working with associates as multiple associates, you know, we'll see you know practice statistics going down for somebody, and um, you know, we'll, we'll have all sorts of excuses and things like that, and reason what's going on. But we just delve into the numbers and uh, you know find out what's going on. All right, the new patients are where they're supposed to be, so we're not losing new patients. You didn't get less new patients. Um, the visits are down, but it's not because of new patients because they're up. The collections, we're still you know our billing person. You see what you're collecting per visit is a billing person issue that the collections are low. No, that's okay. All right, so it looks like then we see retention. All right, retention looks like your patients aren't coming in as often as they used to be. We need to figure out the problem there, right? So that's kind of how you analyze a practice, analyze associate, analyze anybody. And we do that in our clinic with everybody. So every every uh, pr- practitioner gets their own statistics. We know how many patients they see, patient visits, their collections, retention for everybody. And the numbers just don't lie. So if your numbers are low, you know, we, there's no excuses. We got to find out what they're low about. And it doesn't necessarily always have to be their fault. We're not putting blame or anything. You know, maybe that's a billing person issue and we're not collecting what we used to. Or maybe new patients are down. You know, that's why I say that's kind of one of my drivers now as the uh, clinic director and owner and main marketer. You know, you're the marketer of the business. So new patients are down for the clinic. These guys' numbers are down and we're incentivized on collections. If their numbers are down because the new patients are coming to the clinic, like ultimately that's my responsibility. I have a marketing person, yes, but ultimately like I'm the head of marketing department. And uh, that's, you know, Dan Kennedy and the, a lot of these other marketing people say it's a last function ever give up in your business a lot of times it's the first thing you want to give up is marketing because a lot of people don't like it but hopefully you're listening to this podcast and reading some books and, and other stuff out there about marketing but ultimately you're ultimately responsible and if you get to the point like me and honestly almost most people listening to this don't need a marketing person you need to do it yourself but if you get to that point where you do have somebody doing it you know my person implements does phone calls follow up and a lot of implements but i'm still the brains behind it and yes she's a full-time employee 
But uh, you know, I'm still the brains behind the marketing plan and delving out for the year, and I'm you know consulting with her, etc. But most of you don't don't need that, and most practices I work with don't get to that point. Very few, uh, you know, that's like a two million plus kind of thing where you're going to need a marketing director to really implement that. And some people, and there's other people teach to outsource that right away. You know, hire somebody and get that off your plate, even if you're doing two to three, four hundred thousand dollars a year, because you know what, that sounds nice, that sounds good to get that off your plate. But ultimately, you need to be responsible for that in the end. So that's a little sidebar. But anyways, you know, so if the new patient numbers are down for the clinic, and you know you're you can't punish an associate for their collection numbers down or visit numbers down when you're not bringing in the new clients that you used to be, right? So new patient number down, ultimately that's your responsibility. We had that issue early in the year. Kind of everybody, we had a retention problem at the beginning of the year and we got our retention numbers up by really focusing on that number. Uh, our retention were up, our collection of visits were good, our new patient numbers were actually steady. They hadn't grown as much as we had hoped for the year so that we kind of decided that's where we need to focus put more attention on. So the numbers really never lie. So you need to track statistics. I'm always amazed, you know, like I said, the first thing I want the coaching client is I want 90 day stats. And it's like no fail, like nine times out of 10, it takes like weeks to get these statistics. I even had a really successful practice and he's just really hired me to bring on associates and, um, you know, it took forever to get the statistics out. So it should be something you have really readily available. Somebody asked you your last 90 days collection, that should be like a three minute project. So if it's not, we have a problem. You need those numbers. And you need them easily accessible. So how do we do it? We track them. Uh, so basically, we have a, a really foolproof system in our clinic. Um, and we have a bigger staff. But the, at the end of every day, the front desk staff enter into an Excel spreadsheet that's on a shared drive. Um, you know, Google Drive you can use. We have a shared inter-office drive that it's on. Um, so we share it there. And they will enter in the statistics. So, you know, 110 patients came in today. We collected this many in insurance and front desk. This is how much each provider saw. Dr. Jones, Dr. Smith, each saw 20, 50, whatever the numbers are. Enter them all at the end of the day. The next morning, my billing person is typically the first person to arrive. A real good numbers person. She'll come in at 8 o'clock, 7.30, whatever time she's in. And she'll go over and verify, make sure those mistakes in there. So we're double-checking that every day. Uh, where it's in an Excel sheet. And I found, you know, most practice management statistics, office software, I've yet to see one. And I don't think they're out there that's going to tally all your stats that you need to properly run your business. So we're talking about managed by statistics. That's how you, you know you're managing the business by the numbers. You should be able to know all those numbers and be able to manage by it. So you need good, reliable numbers. And I, like I said, I've yet to see a practice management software, really any software that, uh, that does all these numbers that you need in your office. If you have one, feel free to email me, but I've yet to see them. I know all the big ones in our industry and there's other industries. I still think it's ripe for an opportunity for someone to do that. Um, but um, I actually tried to develop an app many years ago to do this because I felt it wasn't was available. We actually did develop an app to help keep your practice stats where they could enter it on the computer at the office and it would sync to your phone and uh, do graph statistics and all that. It was actually pretty neat. It just got too much development cost and stuff, just a lot of work to keep it up for me. Um, so we stopped doing that, went to the Excel sheet. But anyway, so it's really, really important to track that and know them. In addition to that, we go over it every week in a staff meeting. So again, we had, you know, I don't have time for staff meeting, et cetera. We have a busy clinic, uh, busier than most people are out there, and we block off an hour and a half for a staff meeting. We don't close. I don't take the long lunch. The clinic is open 9 to 7 every day. We don't close. We don't do long lunch. Like I said, we just go. But on Tuesdays, we shut it down for a full hour and a half to get a 40-minute staff meeting in. So that's another lesson. A busy clinic, you shut it down for an hour to get a 40-minute staff meeting in. Guess what? You're going to get about a 25-minute staff meeting done because by the time the, the people are late for their early appointment, they're running into your time, and the people early for the next appointment, it cuts it way down. <clears throat> so we basically can't take appointments for an hour and a half to get like a 40-minute staff meeting in is what we found, which is fine. Uh, but anyway, so then the staff's going to be brought out. Everybody looks to them at the staff meeting. So, um, you know, that, that's your choice. You know, some people aren't comfortable, you know, letting their staff know total collection numbers and all that stuff. I actually like it. I found it's a good idea. More, more open book. You know, we hire people. We tell, everything's open book. They know how much comes in. 
they know a lot of stuff. We actually have them sign like a non-disclosure agreement as part of their office manual because we want to make sure that you know all that's proprietary. They're not selling it online or, or anything like that or just telling too many people. But it's all over books. This is how much came in. We collect Blue Cross. We connect. Blah 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 blah. All that stuff goes through at the staff meeting. So I do think it's a good thing that you know they get behind big goals. You set a big goal, break a million, break two million. Staff get behind those goals. I think anybody with some common sense and if you're training them, they understand that if the office is collecting two million, you're not putting that in your pocket. Um, it might be worth if you're switching to an open book management to have that conversation. You know, it's a, you know we might be collecting a million dollars a year, but you know I obviously have to pay all you. There's overhead, there's insurance, there's rent. Um, you know, they might not realize what some of those costs are. So you, you know, so a lot of people do share all that with you. With us, we've created that culture where it's an open book. I think everybody works to be smart enough to realize that you know if we're collecting a million, I'm not taking home eight fifty, right? So. Um, understand there's overhead and all that kind of stuff and they get behind that i also base individual provider goals and a lot of our actually a lot of our bonus system is based on collections so it's a good way that all the providers are based on their collections they get bonus their personal collections then we have other people on total collections that are both bonused on um so like everyone's kind of behind the collections going up so that's another side note we do a whole talk on that like i said i do like open book but i you know i have clients that don't want to do that and that's fine so we'll just share like patient visits new patients and they don't need to know the collection numbers if you want to take that off the table but again another sidebar really it's just important that the stats are every day they're entered they're double checked uh and then once a week you sit down the staff meeting go over them all with you so uh you're going to go through all these key stats and see what's going on you got to keep a pulse on every week i don't really i look i do actually look at them every day whoever closes the clinic will before they uh put them in that system we talked about will usually text me the numbers for the day so they'll kind of actually take a picture of the stat sheet and text it over to me it's kind of part of closing details so i can see how the day ended up I never close the office. Um, I'm never the last one there. I'm almost always one of the first ones there, but I'm never the last one there. I got young kids want to be home for bedtime, so the latest I'll leave is walk out the door at six. We're open till seven. If people lingering after that, um, so anyways, I'll, I'll get the stats texting me at night. Real brief look, you know, I might be putting the kids in the tub or whatever, putting them uh, to bed. Take a quick look after that. Uh, look at them there, and then the staff we need to go through them and dive into them. And this is where you're going to pick up little issues. You know, we just had an associate slide the numbers last couple of weeks, so we got to dive in and find what what's going on. He was doing really good for a month. Uh, August is a great month, and we're having a little slide here in September, and we got to catch that soon. It's just a two-week deal, so we're looking into it. What's good? Is the retention problem? Or are your new patient numbers down? Nope, you've had the same new patients or good new patient weeks. You know, so it's usually more of a retention issue. So we got to look into what's going on there. Um, so basically, the numbers never lie. So you know, a lot of people come with excuses. Oh, I don't have enough to patients, or you know, whatever the excuse is. But once you dive into the numbers, the numbers just never lie. They always will tell you the true story. A uh, little side story on that they wanted to relate. When I was kind of thinking up this podcast show, we remember it was a country club a couple of years ago. I don't say it to brag. We're not members anymore. Uh, it's just a local country club. We didn't golf that much or go out that much. We actually could walk to the place. So it was, we just made it the only reason we could walk to dinner, which was kind of nice. And I'm out in the country where you got to drive, drive not country, country, where you got to drive to most places. So it was nice. We walked. I didn't golf much. Uh, we were members for a few years, but it was nice just to walk. We did birthday parties and some stuff there anyways. But uh, so they must have been having a little bit of trouble and they started closing down the dining room more days. So the dining room when, this year, just, we haven't been along in a couple years, was only of Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday for dinner. Now, for my, I got a weird schedule. Well, most Kairos kind of understand this. Tuesdays and Thursdays are your light day, right? So those are your early days, easy days. And Monday, Wednesday, Friday are usually busy days. So going out to dinner, we I take my daughter out during the week every week for like a date night thing. She's three and a half. And anyways, Tuesdays usually our night we do that. It's a slower night out at restaurants and it's what's like my shortest day with everything. You know, I'm usually done between you know office stuff and coaching stuff by two or three. So it's a good day to go to early dinner with her, do something with her, and then take her to dinner. And also Thursdays, if you're in healthcare, Thursdays is a slow day as well. So those are like two of the best days to go out to eat. 
and we're in a pretty busy area in New Jersey. So like on Friday, Saturday, like, yeah, we'll go out, but everything's really busy and you'd rather not do it. But anyways, so, you know, we really only went on Tuesday, Thursdays, once in a while on a weekend. So they started, they weren't open Tuesday, Thursdays anymore. And if you've ever been a part of a country club, they, they have food minimums. You got to spend so much per year. So really the nights we went, they started closing and we we're like, you know, I kind of, I just sent an email. I didn't huff and puff about it too much. So it's really not super convenient, but we didn't quit or anything. And um, I don't know if we still did our food minimum. We probably hit it with a party or something, but we really didn't go out to dinner there for because the nights that we went were closed. Like Tuesday was great. We walked up there, uh, had dinner, and then I used to actually walk back, play a couple holes after the kids went to bed. And it was really kind of nice on a Tuesday, eat early dinner. Or same with Thursday. Those are like easier days in your clinic. So I would, you know, hit a couple, a couple holes, have dinner. It was nice. Uh, but they closed those two days that we really went. And weekends, you know, like I said, once in a while, but not as much. Um, so that's fine. And, you know, we didn't do anything. We just really, we really didn't even go up there for months after that, but we didn't quit or anything. I barely golfed. I don't think we ate there for months. Uh, but then at the end of the season, we get an email from the, uh, director or whatever it was that, uh, the dining room had a major, huge shortage this year. We're $150,000 short of earning expectations. It's a huge shortfall that we can't stomach right now. Every member needs to chip in $800 to cover our food losses for the year. And, uh, when I see that, I was like, you guys close the dining room down for you know the days that people want to eat, and then you come up a huge shortage of uh, you know, your food minimums, and you wonder why there's a, a shortage at the end. And uh, you know, I had an email exchange back and forth with the president or something, and all the things doing really well, blah blah blah. And, and ultimately, my answer back was, you know, the numbers never lie, right? So we can say things are doing well, and you're doing well, but and all the and the closing the dining room for two extra days was a good move. But when you come up 150 thousand dollars short. This isn't a big club. This isn't Trump or something, you know, where there's a huge budget. I mean, I'm sure that's like half of their food for the year. Um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a small place. That, you know, the numbers obviously never lie. So closing down those rooms those nights obviously wasn't a good decision. I don't know whatever happened. We actually ended up leaving after that um, because we weren't eating there and getting penalized because they were never open. And we moved actually a little bit down the street anyways. But, you know, basically this, the point of that story is the numbers never lie. So closing down the room they thought was a good idea. At the end of the year, they come up huge shortage. Blame it on other stuff. You know, my response was the numbers don't lie. Obviously, this is a bad move. You lost a lot of money this year because you closed these nights that people want to come out uh, and you're losing $150,000. It's a lot of money. It's a small place. They said it's probably uh, probably like half of their food I imagine they lost. Uh, it's not, you know, they're not doing a million dollars a year in food. I mean, I think the budget was like a million. So they're losing like 15% of their money by doing that. So the numbers never lie. And it's the same with your practice and your business. So the numbers don't lie. Dig into that. You need to know your practice business for last night, for all time. But if you can't rattle off your last 90 days, how much you collected, your total visits really, really simply, or get that information within a couple minutes. You know, for me, I have an excellent billing person who's a real numbers person. And she kind of oversees that. Like the front desk is a good system. So the front desk, you're entering and tabulating. It's not taking away too much time for billing for her. But she's going through it all, making sure it looks right. She previews it before our weekly staff meetings. Everything look right. Did we forget a day? Did we miss something up? Uh, Etc. And she puts in her collection numbers as well, but it's double checked, and then she prints it out, and we go through it at the staff meeting. So there's like a three system there. And if something's starting to slip, we can catch it real soon. Like I said, I just had associate two bad weeks in a row after a really good month. So let's see what's going on. But we're catching, you know, it's not four months going on. You know, I remember years ago in practice, we had an issue with Medicare, which is you know the big government payer. It's 20, 30 percent of our business. I don't even remember this the snafu. It was many years ago, but basically they, we got nothing from Medicare for months. Um, and it was, it's some silly little thing. I can't remember. It was years ago, but nothing came in for months. So we weren't so diligent back then. And we didn't really see it. Like now we'd see it in a week. Like, wait, nothing came in for Medicare this week. What's going on? And we dig right into it. Then we just had like a total collections number and we didn't, you know, the collections were okay. We didn't realize we were losing 20% of our collections for months till finally, like it kind of caught on to it. So you catch these little things right away. And, uh, that's really the way to do it. Like I said, we associate two bad weeks. Let's find out. All right. What's going on. Is it day one? Is it day two? Are we, you know, what's the issue? lynched you up on it before it's three months late, right? Three, four months later. So it's really important. Just the numbers never lie. Keep on your statistics. 
And don't try, you know, for one, you got to have them. You got to know them. You got to know your stats off the top of your head. You know, you ever watch the profit or Shark Tank? It's the first thing. What are your stats? What's your profits? What's your margins? What's this? What's that? And these guys don't know off the top of their head. They're out. You know, if you don't know those as an entrepreneur, you should know anyways. And you're going to be on a TV show like that. You really should have studied them, memorized them, I think is their point as well. But you should be able to get those. If you don't have them, get them right away. You know, I might not have off the top of my head last month's collections, but I can text or email my billing person. She gets me in a minute. And it's also on the computers at the office. I can upload it. I can look at it any time, any second. Here it is. Uh, we keep it on a local drive there for like you know, privacy state. I don't want it out in the internet or anything, so it's on the, the local server. Uh, but anyway, so you should know your practice numbers, know your stats. It's very important to go over them every week. Uh, have a system to have them entered, go over them. And ultimately, you know, the, the title is numbers never lie because they don't lie. And, and don't try to fool yourself. You know, if you're averaging eight new patients a month, you wonder why you're not growing. You need more new patients. The numbers don't lie. Or if you're getting 40, 50 new patients a month, but you're only seeing 500 visits a month, you know, your retention stinks. And we got to figure out what the problem is there, right? So the numbers never lie. And that's why your first project when you sign up me with coaching is let's see the last 90 days stats. We might delve into it more, but I want to see 90 days. What's been going on? Are we going up? Are we going down? You, know, you can get a good picture of what's going on in the practice by looking at the last 90 days for most people. And the more you look, the better. You know, we, and we also do, you know, we tally up by year, where are we versus last year, month. I mean, I, I delve into this an awful lot. I like practice stats. But I can tell you anything that's going on. Like I said, we used to offer a service where you can just email 90 days and I can just give you, you know, a plan what's going on without ever even talking to you. And we'd call you and go over the plan with you, but we didn't even need, I don't need to hear what you, what you think is the problem. The numbers are going to tell me what the problem are. The numbers don't lie. So go through, get, make sure you have your practice stats, the key metrics that you need. Every business might be a little different. Another coach car we're just working on, we kind of were delving through when we finally got all the stats done. And we kind of find a different key metric and we were delving into this and like, this is the key metric. This is what we need to be tracking really closely and watching. And it was in a really good direction since we were working together, but we weren't exactly the thing we were focused on. We started really diving in the numbers. Like this is the key number for your objectives and your goals. So, you know, it might not be, you know, everybody might not be the same. And it, this is actually a slightly different business than chiropractic. But, um, you know, we found out this is the number. This is it. Look at the, you know, just going in a good positive direction the last couple months of the changes we were going on. Some numbers here or there. But the number we really wanted to work on was going in the right direction with what we had implemented. And that was great. And that's like the key number we wanted to take a look at. So, you know, it's really, really important to know your numbers. And also the numbers just never lie. So, you know, don't kid yourself. Know your numbers. See what's going on. You know, new patient numbers are down. we got to work on that. And, and things keep changing. Like I said, at the beginning of last year, our retention numbers were bad. We had, you know, one associate with us a year. The other one was six months. The retention was bad. You were new, new young docs, and we had to work on the retention numbers. We had a new PT. Our new head physical therapist was new. So the retention numbers weren't where we're supposed to be. So we focused on that for six, eight months. We got the retention above where we needed to be. And obviously, collections increased. The collections were still good. Retention where we wanted it to be. New patient numbers are kind of had held steady. But for what our goals were to, to increase the practice, we need to increase those to get to the next level. So you know, you're always looking at the stats, seeing where they're at, and see where you need to go, see what's going next. But I want to encourage you to make sure you're taking good office stats. I have yet to see any kind of program that does everything you need to do. So you can't just lie on your stats manager and your program to spit out numbers. I've never seen one that gets enough statistics to properly manage a practice. So you may need to track it manually. Just think sell sheet's super easy. Someone can design you some formulas to add up the numbers. It's really, really easy. Uh, but go ahead and take a look at that. <clears throat> if you're a coaching member, we will send you a copy of that. It's probably in the members of Alt. Um, if not, email me and we'll get it to you. So have a great day, everybody. This is Numbers Never Lie. If you haven't downloaded our free audio on our website, Top 10 Ways to Get New Patients 2018 and 19 is available now for free. It's going to be taken off the website soon. Back into our members vault. This is in our members vault. We have hundreds of hours of audios and videos for our members. And we've just released this Top 10 Ways to Get New Patients audio just for a limited time. Available free on our website at drjamesfedich, F-E-D-I-C-H.com. You get that free audio download, but it's going to go back in the vault really soon. So go ahead and grab that while you still can. And subscribe to us on iTunes and check us out everywhere else podcasts are. 
Thanks for listening to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. For information, please visit drjamesfetish.com. Dr. James R. Fetish Clinic Director at Village Family Clinic. His book, Secrets of a Million Dollar Clinic, is available on Amazon and online at hackettstownfamilyclinic.com or drjamesfetish.com, www.drjamesfetish.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.